This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayetze, Tavshin Pe'alef. This parsh we learn of Yaakov getting married and then having the Shvatim. And then when he wants to leave after 14 years, Lavan realizes the blessings he receives because of Yaakov and he begs Yaakov to stay. And Yaakov stays. And he continues to create wealth for Lavan. And now he overhears Lavan's children saying in the beginning of Perak Lamed Aleph, Yaakov is taking everything that belongs to our father. All Yaakov's wealth is coming from our father, which means we're losing out. Yaakov's taking all our money, which of course was ridiculous because they had nothing before Yaakov showed up. But Yaakov realizes it's time to leave and not wanting to have a fight with Lavan, he takes his wives and his children and he leaves. Lavan hears about this. Lavan chases up after them. And right when Lavan catches up to them, Hashem appears to him and warns him not to go and harm Yaakov. And indeed, Lavan tells this to Yaakov. In Pesach of Tess, It is within my power. I have the power to cause you harm. The God of your fathers, Emesh, Omer, Eli, Lamar, Hashem warned me not to do anything with you. <clears throat> but other than that, I have the power to do you harm. Which is a very interesting thing. Because since when is love on becoming such a God-fearing person that he says, you're lucky that your God told me not to do anything to you, otherwise I could have caused you harm. Since when is love on such a God-fearing person? And the Medrash tells us it wasn't only that Hashem came to him and warned him not to harm Yaakov. It's because Lavan also heard the news that Esau was coming to greet Yaakov. And Esau wasn't coming by himself. Esau was coming with 400 men to greet Yaakov. Lavan didn't know the deep animosity that Esau had for Yaakov, that he didn't see him for so many years. He figured Esau was coming to greet his long-lost brother that he hasn't seen in so many years. And Lavan was frightened that if I go and kill Yaakov, What's going to be when Esau hears about that? He's going to come and kill me. And that's the reason why Lavan didn't kill Yaakov. Because he was scared of Esau and his men. Explain this for him. From here we see that very often, the very thing that we are so frightened of is the very thing that is there to save us. Yaakov Avinu was so frightened about Esau coming with the 400 men as we learn next week's parish of Yira Yaakov Maud. Yaakov was very frightened. And yet, that is what saved him. The fact that Esau was coming to foreigner men is what saved him. How important it is when we face challenges not to think, this thing that I'm dealing with now is the worst thing that can happen to me. Remember, it was sent by Hashem, and it wasn't put there as an obstacle. It's put in front of us as a stepping stone. It's put there for our benefit. Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, when he was living in Lithuania, he was a Rav. He was a Rav in a city called Tzvaitzian. When he became the Rav there, he had only three children. It was a small community with only 60 families. And he was very happy there because he had time to learn. It was a small community. But then he had more children. Then he had six children. And he was getting paid a salary of 30 lit, which was barely, barely enough to survive. But then the community, being so poor, told him they have to cut his salary to 25 lit. 
And if Yaakov and his Rebbetzin realized that there's no way they can possibly survive, they couldn't feed their family. And when he heard about a job opening in Wilkomir, which was a very large city of 8,000 Jews, he went there to apply for the job. He came there, he gave his prava, and they had a meeting, and they were very, very happy with him. And they told him, we'd like to hire you as a Rav. We're going to send you the Ksav Rabbanis, the contract. We can't do it right now for technical purposes, but we're going to mail it to you in a few days. If Yaakov got on the train, he went back home. He told the Rebetzin, and they were thrilled. Now they'll actually have food to eat. A few days later, he heard that they're not sending him the Ksav Rabbanis. In fact, they hired someone else, Rav Yosef Zusmanovich. Rav Yosef Zusmanovich got the job as the Rav, and if Yaakov didn't. And later, Yaakov said, years later, he commented, he said, it was then Tishabov in our house. We didn't know what we were going to do. And indeed, in 1937, Yaakov realized they couldn't stay there. He came to America, did a sort of different jobs, ultimately ended up as the Rosh Hashiv and Tayyar But Yaakov would often say, could you imagine if I stayed there? Could you imagine if I got the job in Wilkomir? The Rav and the entire community were murdered by the Nazis. If I would have been the Rav there, I would have had that fate. And therefore, the very thing that I thought was the worst thing that can happen to me, not getting the job, not being able to feed my family, having to leave to America to find something new and bring my family over, was the very thing that saved me. And that is the lesson we learned from this parsha. Whenever Shem sends us obstacles, we have to realize they are not obstacles, they are stepping stones. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.